Hey, 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 everybody. Uh, welcome to another episode of Honest to Pod with me, Ashton McAllister. And me, Matthew Alley. Ooh, a crooky <coughs> Matt Alley today. I know, it's going to be really hard to speak a lot, so... Uh, <laughs> I'm lucky I have lots of energy from all the sugar I had last night. <laughs> all the coke. I'm like, All the coke. Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. I can't believe you just said that. Told <laughs> everyone about your weekend habits. <laughs> no, 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 no. Coca-Cola. I didn't go out drink. I went out last night, but I didn't drink. And I stupidly just had a pint of Coke for every pint that everybody else had. Um, and just felt so, so sick. It's too much sugar. You need um, to have soda water. That's what, that's what I used to have when I, when I gave up alcohol for a year. I had soda water. But I also remember the first night I went drinking that time, I had like nothing but lemonade. Yeah, so soda water is the way forward. They should start serving tea and coffees in clubs. They should. Maybe. Go up and ask for an ice, the mug. ice latte. <laughs> Dancing <laughs> with the mug. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, another episode. Last time, was two weeks ago, last Monday I was travelling, so I couldn't record, and then you're pretty busy the rest of the week with rugby and other stuff, so. You never um, asked. I just assumed. I, I was very busy this week, I'll be honest. <laughs> There we go. But it was a bit rubbish. Like, well, I'm not really a midweek drinker, but I've drank Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and yesterday. Oh my god, that's why my throat is like this. It's ridiculous. I drank far too much this week. Mm. It's not good. It's not good. It's not good. I mean, I've enjoyed this week, but yeah, I need some sleep. I need some sleep so bad. That's how I felt after London. Like ten days solid drinking in London, and I had big nights out in London. It wasn't. Quite... I wanted to hot you up. Tell them what you did after you came and recorded the podcast here. Ah. Uh... <laughs> So I left, left here was about 10 o'clock because we played a couple of games of, did we play, no, we didn't play cards that night, did we? I came back another night and we played cards. Yeah, I don't think we played anything. No, no, we only ordered, we ordered the game that night for you guys. Mm. So we recorded the podcast, left here was about half nine, ten. I went into the town and had a couple of drinks with uh, my friend Dan, bar shot at 12. We decided to go to like a little cabaret thing that was open to three. So we went there and then after three, we went to 24 hour casino and yeah I got home at 10 o'clock the next morning I think that's ridiculous it was mental and I had to I promised Dave who I was staying with I promised him that I'd stay up for something and I was sat on the sofa till about 12 o'clock trying to not sleep and then uh, yeah because I had to wait for delivery or something oh man and then the cleaner his cleaner arrived and I went up to the room and I fell asleep luckily she let she was there to get the delivery but yeah i slept for about two hours and then got up and went out again and then went out drinking that night again it was uh it was solid 10 day of drinking i felt a mess good holiday it was good it was well worth it actually some corrections i in the one last week where i said that matt and she walked down the aisle together they didn't they walked down you were not paying attention (laughs) they walked down with their mums they they told me this is we love that you focused on our, our wedding a bit, but you got it all wrong. And I'm like, <laughs> it was almost like I wasn't there and not paying attention. You're probably on your phone. <laughs> no, I turned my phone off just in case you get the. You could put it on silent. Oh, I don't trust my phone. My phone sometimes oh. makes noises on silent. That's not a thing. It does. It sometimes makes this really weird beep. It sounds just it just sounds like it's about to die. It just was one high pitched beep. It's not a noise of an alert or anything. It's just like the phone crying for help. It's like, mm. anyway, the other thing I got wrong was that they didn't get engaged in July or January. They got engaged previously, but they started their diet in July. 
or January. I, can't. Was, I thought that would have made sense because I said that to go yeah. from January to like yeah. September yeah. or whatever it was. Well, October. It's yeah, quite a short that. time, really. Mm, you said that. Wedding. I was wrong. I clearly don't know them at all. I don't even know why they asked me to the wedding. Well, that's why they didn't ask you to be in the wedding. They're like, <laughs> they're like oh God, this guy's going to get everything wrong. <laughs> I was like, what rings? You didn't give me any rings. <laughs> and what else did I do after I went to a CrossFit competition last weekend as well? And even though it was you, like, I'm not going to go because it's like two hours away or whatever. Once you posted on Instagram, all of these men, I understood why it was worth their traveling. They were unbelievable. <laughs> well, the only person I posted was uh, uh, my coach, Mickey Walsh. And he's unbelievable. Yeah, some people think that. Um, whatever. <laughs> the, 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 competition, the, the competition was good. From a, a lot of people don't understand that CrossFit is a sport. So, like, one, for example, can you imagine a 100-meter run? In CrossFit, your 100-meter run might be a handstand run because you're running on your hands. That's impossible. No, it's not. Maybe not 100 meters, but they had to do, I think it was, they had to do, I think it was 10 meters back and forth. And one of the points, you couldn't stop halfway through. You had to go 10 meters, turn on your hands, and then come back. At one point, they had to go 10 meters. They could stop at one side, but they had to carry something. They had to carry a sponge between their feet. Another time they had to go up a ramp and down some steps. It was mental. Like, it is, it's really good. Plus, it's aesthetically pleasing. Gave me lots of inspiration to come back and hit the gym. And I came back on the Tuesday. And I went, well, I came back Monday and hit the gym straight away on the Tuesday. And the amount of alcohol sweat that came out of just... Gross. It was disgusting. Like, I, my face was like a tap, like a faucet, just pouring. And I sweat the best of times. I'm a sweaty. But it was, it was not good. Oh. Mm. I did not go to the gym this week because I was boozing it up and that wasn't a great decision. It was not a great decision. Five bottles of wine on a Tuesday is not the one. No, 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 no. no on a Tuesday? On a Tuesday, five, you know. What were you doing on a Tuesday that had five bottles of wine? Dinner. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Tell everybody about that thing you did on, was it Saturday or Friday? What did I do? The art thing. Oh, uh, well, last week, Friday. Yeah, yeah, Um, So my friend, uh, Michelle, from work, she's got, uh, she organizes an event once a month called Draw and Liquor. And each month, uh, a new artist is invited to kind of teach a lesson. Um, and each, week, each month has a theme. And this one was, well, this month is Black History Month. So that was the theme. And it was like this, um, you could choose a man or a woman, and they had their hair, and there's like a fist on top of their head kind of thing. And it was really fun. Yeah, yeah. My, like, I found it so hard. What, my picture, I like my picture in the end, actually. Did you your see picture, it? Your picture looked really good. Yeah, I liked it. But that was not what I intended at all. <laughs> <laughs> what were you intending? Well, just, I didn't mean for there to be so much black on the outside. Um, the I only mean, real good thing that turned out is I took my time to do the face. And yeah. then the others have painted theirs in brown. But I like the way that it looked with just the white face. Yeah, no, it looked good. Yeah, I think it looked very fun. I can't go next month, unfortunately, but I will try and go. So yeah, that's. I, I feel like I want to do like painting now as well. It was really oh, enjoyable. That's good. Therapeutic, like just going through, you know. That's so, so, so different. Um, it was a nice night. Yeah, yeah. It's bring your own wine as well, so you can bring your own drink. Get hammered. I didn't get hammered. You, you yeah, well, yeah, because you'd rugby the next day, I guess. So, what is there like a Facebook group or is there anything that if anybody's listening and wants to look at it can? Oh, on Instagram. 
on Instagram, what's the and Instagram? Facebook, actually, there's Facebook like sort of like thing, but in Instagram as well, just draw and liquor. Draw and liquor. Okay, cool. Mm. Ah, sounds good. And it's yeah, the first Friday of every month. First Friday of every month. Oh, mm. sounds good. And your picture does look good. Maybe you should push your picture on our story and then tag the Instagram account so people can see it. I'm so bad with Instagram. I wanted to do some stories and stuff, and then I couldn't. I just, I don't know how to do Instagram stories. And then once I did one, I couldn't do more, and I didn't know how to do that. That's what you uh, do that before. You can do. Uh, I don't know how. You, why you can only do one? Because oh. yeah, there's like a little plus sign where you can do it, and then it disappeared and never came back for another day. The plus sign. Yeah. Oh. I'll try again. I just find Instagram stories incredibly difficult. We'll just post it on on, on our honest upon normal post, like a square post on the okay. wall. And then just tag. It seems pretty cool. Yeah. Well, shall we get into some topics? Yes, ma'am. I'll go first. Um, or do you want to go first? Or do you? You can go first. <laughs> okay. Uh, so today I want to talk about the Asher's gay kick hearing by the Supreme Court Court. Someone keeps walking outside your front door and you see the shadow just coming backwards and forwards. Oh, really? Yeah, it's so weird. It's quite scary, actually. Oh, it's probably birds. There's lots of birds. No, they're human around. beings. Oh. oh, I didn't see anybody walk past. Oh. There is a ghost. Because <laughs> you, you can see you can see your back wall, right? Those blinds. And yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, and then that's, yeah. And then all you keep saying is oh, someone no, going, Somebody's walking past now. Yeah. No, you see, somebody just walked past and you see don't see it. it. Well, I see it. Did you see it in the wall? Yeah. Oh. It keeps oh, wow. happening. There we go. Anyway. Somebody, somebody just walked past. Anyway. Um, yeah, did you, do you, so you do know about Asher's and the gay cake thing? They refuse to make a cake with um, a slogan on for a gay person. Yeah. So back in 2014, a guy called Gareth Lee went in. Um, he's a gay, gay rights activist and asked for a cake that said support gay marriage and a picture of Burton Ernie on it. I think it was going to be used at some uh, equal rights rally because, as I've said once and I'll say again, Northern Ireland does not have same sex marriage. The only part of the UK that doesn't. So, yeah, they, Asher's is a Christian family run bakery. And they have a little build a cake feature on the website. And the guy had gone in and it basically say, we'll print any message and you kind of build the cake yourself. It's kind of fun. It was a fun little tool. So the guy does that, takes the money, the guys take the money. And then they call, I think they call him up or anyway, the next day or a couple of days later, they call him and say, look, we can't do this cake because it goes against our religious beliefs. The guy then sued and he won uh, based on discrimination. And then the Asher's bakery appealed and took them to the Supreme Court. And the hearing, or the verdict was made on Wednesday, just passed, Wednesday the 10th, and the Supreme Court ruled in favour of Asher's bakery, saying that they don't believe it was homophobic for them to refuse the cake, and that in a time like this, we need to also be aware of religious values and religious beliefs, which is fair. I, now, I agree with the ruling based on the fact that it wasn't homophobic. I agree. But should they have won? Absolutely not. Say that again? I agree that the ruling, based on it not being homophobic, that was, it wasn't homophobic. Well, it, the cake, yeah, well, their reasons, because they said they don't believe in the slogan. 
yeah, they don't believe they, the messaging goes against their Christian beliefs. Yeah. I still don't think they should have won the Supreme Court ruling because, it, no, I agree that it wasn't homophobic. So what, isn't that the point of the, no, the no, no, my, my, no, my problem with it is, <laughs> so they advertise that they make, they'll print any message. They mm-hmm. don't say we'll print any message except religious ones. We won't print any messages that go against Christian values. They say they print any message. Mm-hmm. So we offer a service that is print any message to the public, regardless of what that message is, you should be, you should feel honor fulfilled to do what you're advertising. But that wasn't the... the no, no. I, th- I think they, they hooked the defense in the wrong thing. Like they, it, well, it wasn't homophobic. Well, it's, in some extent it was. I, I would still say that I don't think they refused to serve a guy who was gay because apparently this guy goes to this bakery all the time and he gets served his cream buns and chocolate fingers or whatever else he wants. But it was, he, was, he, he was refused the message on the cake based on the message. <laughs> what are you laughing at? It's just weird that you're just be like cream buns and chocolate. I don't know why I find it. Funny. Just um, get, his, every week. <laughs> get his little you know, caramel squares and stuff. <laughs> um, so yeah, so they they serve him any other time, and it, so it wasn't the fact that he was gay that his order was refused. Stop laughing. <laughs> so that's fine, but I think that oh yeah, there's somebody just walked past. I seen that. There's a ghost. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's fine. But I've lost my train of thought now. You put me off. You're laughing. So yeah, I was on a I was on a roll there as well. So, yeah, I don't I don't disagree that was homophobic because the guy goes there and all the time. But he wanted a message that they decided not to fulfill based on religious beliefs. Uh, part of my argument for this would be just because they're printing the message, they're not being asked to support that message. For example, if somebody was to go in and ask for a Norwich City Football Club cake, we're not asking them to support Norwich City Football Club. We're asking for a cake for our team. Do you know what I mean? But it would say, like, <clears throat> if the cake had said Norwich City are the best team in the world, then they could refuse it based on the fact that they don't believe that. Not just saying Norwich City Football Club. But then you could just you could say that to anything. But then well, if, you're, if you're offering a service to the public saying we print any message... You should print any message. That's why, for example, newspapers often say the views in this article are, are, are not the opinions of the editor. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's, you're allowed to caveat out of it. I would also say that what is massively hypocritical of Asher's Bakery in this case is at Halloween, they make Halloween theme cakes. Halloween is a pagan holiday. So... You know, paganism and witchcraft and devil worshipping go against Christianity, but they don't refuse mothers whenever they're coming in to get Halloween cakes. But so, it's also their right to refuse or not, though, isn't it? Well, yes, but if you think of it like that, if it's the right it to refuse... but it is also their right. If it's the right to refuse based on Christian beliefs, then why isolate out the Christian belief against homosexuality? Because then that would make it more homophobic. They obviously have stronger views against same-sex marriage. Well, homophobic. I would also go on to say that anyone in today's age, and this is my own personal opinion, I'm not saying it's right or wrong, it's just my personal opinion, that anyone today who expresses uh, an opinion against same-sex marriage is homophobic. 
No. I would say yes, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Straight people do not have to make cakes for the right to get married. Only gay people do here in, the, in Northern Ireland. Straight people can get married. The idea of marriage being around family is no longer relevant. Straight people can get married one day and divorce the next. It's the idea now that Christians hold on to is that marriage, not all Christians, um, marriage is about the family and having kids. People who are unable to have kids can still get married. Straight people who aren't able to have kids get married. It's not as if part of the marriage agreement is you have to have a fertility test. Older people who can no longer get married, who no longer have kids, can still get married. It's in today's age to be against same-sex marriage because you're citing religious belief in a book that is so out of date on other aspects like stoning people for working on the Sundays and stuff. You can't, in my opinion, again, this is my opinion, you can't pick and choose which religious belief you want to hold on to because what you're saying is my gut is saying that homosexuality is wrong because the Bible says so, but I love my lobster salad every week because... You know, I don't mind about the shellfish thing because I don't mind that. So it's down to personal taste. It's difficult with the Bible, I think, because it is open for interpretation. And so it's just, that's a, that, I think that's a uh, cop-out almost or a way of saying how you can almost pick and choose your beliefs because you interpret it differently, I guess, isn't it? Yeah. I would, I would say that using religious freedom as a basis of refusing to serve same-sex sex couples or same-sex marriage or whatever is blanketing homophobia. Do you know, I think I agree with you because I'm trying to think now, like in what situation would you deny same-sex marriage but not be homophobic? And honestly, I can't think of one. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. And I also would say that even though the Bible says, I think, I mean, I don't know the verse or anything, but the Bible does say that a man cannot marry a man. The Bible also says a man cannot lay with a man. So the fact that you're saying, oh, I, but it's now, it's now illegal to be homophobic. So it's now illegal to not um, serve somebody based on their sexual orientation. I would say that people who are now holding on to their Christian belief in same-sex marriage or Christian belief in anti-same-sex marriage are holding on to the last thread of homophobia that they can because like, the, Bible does, the Bible does say a man cannot lie with a man but you're okay with that because the law says you have to be. So if the law wasn't there to say that, then what are you saying? You wouldn't, you would refuse gay people. Let me know what you guys think. If you're listening, let me know what you think. I know it's kind of, it's so weird. I think it's so, I have, I've heard all sorts of answers from everyone. Gay people say this, straight people say this. It's just insane how much this has divided people's opinion. And there's no right or wrong way. I'm not saying I'm right. You literally just said you were right and you won. Yeah, that was to you. But um, like I said, the very, very start, this is just my opinion on everything. Uh, and, you know, as a single gay guy who wants to someday get married to you, Matt, after that lovely proposal last week. Yay. <laughs> but unless things change, we can't get married here in Northern Ireland. You've got to wait. You said you haven't got a government at the moment, isn't it? Oh, no government. Everything's gone pot up. But that's a different topic. Let's get on to yours. Okay, so I want to talk about, I'd sort of seen this article pop up on BBC News, 
So in Northwest London, uh, there's been a string of attacks, 10 in fact, um, of sexual assaults on women. Mm -hmm. And it's basically around the same station and it's been happening since about February. What station was it, do you know? Yeah, I want to say Cricklewood. Cricklewood's the area and the station is Wilsdon Green, tube station. I used to live near Wilsdon Green. Oh yeah, of course. Oh my God. You could have been attacked. <laughs> I was going to make a really bad joke, but I can't. <laughs> I used to... <laughs> let's not uh, be like being trying to be powerful and shit. Yeah, no, let's not... <laughs> no, 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 let's not idolise sexual assault. Anyway, so yeah. <laughs> so there have been some attacks on women and there's been some advice from the police, okay? Mm -hmm. And the advice from, and this is a woman as well, she's Detective Constable Laura Avery. She was like, um, always stick to well-lit streets. If possible, let someone know when you're coming home and the routes you're taking and always be alert in your surroundings. So don't use earphones or handheld devices. Mm -hmm. And there's been a bit of a backlash because mm -hmm. some women are saying that advice is ridiculous. Yeah. Why must a woman or a person change their behavior and what they do based on someone else's motives? And they feel like that, that advice is victim blaming, basically. Yeah. What victim blaming is? I mean, it's in the words, I guess. Yeah. You're, yeah. So you're basically saying that the person who got assaulted because she had headphones in almost brought it on herself because she wasn't more alert to her surroundings. Which yeah. is insane. Like, it's insane. It's crazy. Well, it is crazy. crazy. And I remember, it's, this is not new, because I remember when I lived in London, and I don't know when, but I remember there was a campaign of posters about this sort of thing. Sort of like, if you're if something, I can't remember what it was, but like if you're waiting for a bus, don't get your phone out, because you're just asking for it to get swiped. Mm. And like, well, and again, so I remember something of headphones as well. I mean, in theory, the advice is solid. I mean, it, it's logical to say, yes, if you had headphones in, you'd hear more. Um, but it's not, it's not the right message to send, and I don't think it's helpful. Not at all. Because at nowhere, so like the article says, or like the, the original article, the headline was, women told don't use headphones after sex attacks. It doesn't say men keep attacking women with headphones. Or like at no point is the man or men mentioned over these women. And I just watched a video before you, um, before we start recording, um, by there, there was this MTV Decoder series. Have you ever seen them before? Oh, is it? You messaged me yesterday about Decoder. That was something else. Oh, right, okay. And I like it. It's really funny. It's quite funny, but it's always talking about like serious things. And it was just saying like, um, one of the big things that you know, if you use words like that, you're creating fear in people and saying that they're at fault. Women are at fault for having headphones and not being um, knowing their surroundings. It is safe advice to say that everyone should know their surroundings and protect themselves because we're not in a society where we're always safe. Mm. Okay. But um, one of the reasons why people victim blame is because they can't do anything about it. So because you can't do anything about it, it's easier to blame the person and say it was a woman's fault for not having headphones, for having headphones in or not knowing their surrounding because there's nothing they can do about it because it was a random attack, you know? Yeah. That sort of advice just says to me, you know, you guys should take better, better care of yourselves because we can't. Yeah. Which isn't the solution. Like if 10 people are getting attacked on a station, one station, then that calls for 
better stuff to be suited around that station. Yeah, you'd hope. You'd hope, you know. And it shouldn't take 10 attacks for it to be that way. It should take zero attacks. It should take police and other people, governments and local councils to say, actually, this street's shady as fuck because look at the bad lighting or look how many dark alleys there are. Or, you know, I know it sounds weird, but I can't wait till we get to the place where we have cameras in every street. I know there's going to be lots of protests against, you know, privacy and stuff, but the only people who have to worry are people who are breaking the law. But the, and also, like, the wording of this thing should, you know, just in general, especially with sexual assaults and, like, the way that women are behaving and stuff, it needs to... The attitudes of men need to change because they're the ones who are breaking the law, right? Mm. And I, I was... I met this um, woman at work recently, this week, in fact, because she, she lives in... She used to live in North of London, and she was actually talking about around that area, which is crazy, actually, then that this article came out, and this is what prompted my, like, thoughts about it. Because... So she's starting at... at um, my company recently so I just went to go meet her and we were talking and she was talking about where she lives and stuff and where she used to live and you know she's um she's a young woman with blonde hair she's white and she said that every time she used to walk home people used to harass her and in fact a lot of people apparently people wear headphones to detract from men you know calling out to them and the attention that they might get yeah and it's just and it just crossed my mind it's crazy that we would never like I don't know about you I don't know how often you get like wolf whistle when you leave stations and stuff all the time girl yeah yeah it's just crazy it just doesn't cross my mind that you're constantly being harassed yeah no it's disgusting and I saw someone in the street literally shouting across the road the other day to a woman as she was crossing just whistling and I'm like one why do you think that behaviour is okay do you think that's going to get you anywhere yeah but it's crazy like you know you don't have to worry about this if you're like you know I'm a big black guy walking through London I feel perfectly fine and like safe and stuff yeah and it's just crazy that that's what you have to go through. And women being to- women, uh, women are being told that they need to change it, it's, the situation. It's crazy. How horrendous is that? Not, okay, and the article should read, men keep attacking women. You know, yeah. there is a sexual predator hanging around this, situ- this station. Because what the difference in the headline would be is, I mean, I, I sort of did this anyway, but North West London, I live there. It can be a bit dodge, like I'm not going to lie. It's going to be a bit dodge. If I was walking out and I seen a girl walking by herself, I would sort of, I would never go up to her or talk to her just in case she makes me in the face. But I always kind of keep an eye out just in case. She never know. Yeah. If a woman was walking by herself, I'd just, like I'd walk, I'd walk the other side of the road so she she wouldn't think I was following her. Mm. But I'd kind of, like I wouldn't, I'd walk as far as I could at the same pace as her just to sort of make sure she was all right. And Uh, I was, because... As I was reading, there's another thing that says um, a third of girls in school uniform, a third of girls are harassed in school uniform. These are school kids. One in three girls in the UK have been sexually harassed in public when wearing school uniform. So this is starting at a young age. And there's this movement called Hollaback, and it's about things that you can do, uh, things that we need to change. One is like, well, support boys and men to change their attitudes and challenge harassment. Because like this bro society where it's okay to like shout at women from a young age and girls who are suffering this from like eight, nine, ten years old, that young, they're being, they're used to it already. Mm. And boys and men think it's okay to do that, which is crazy. Is it mad? Training for bystanders and how to safely intervene, which is quite like what you're saying almost. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, sorry, the, the, the point I was making earlier on was if the article had been written off a different headline about 10 people getting attacked and not about women wearing headphones, Mm. It, would have, it would have alerted more people who are reading the newspaper and live in that area to be like, 
oh, I need to be a bit more careful around here. Exactly. You'd yeah. still do the same thing without well, placing blame on those. Yeah. And if anything, I would almost, almost dismiss the article under the head, the headphone or the, yeah, women should not wear headphones article. Cause I think, well, it's not related to me because I'm not a woman. So I, I you know, I don't read the newspaper anyway, but I'd be more inclined to be like, meh. But for sure. Yeah. It needs to be placed. We need to place the, the blame in the right way. And that wording, although it's small, is quite destructive in the fact that it's placed. And it's, it's, I think it's a common thing really, isn't it? To say, you know, young woman got drunk and, you know, was abused, but actually that's not what happened, you know? Yeah, but you know, sometimes women bring it on themselves, you know, with their high heels and their short skirts and do you know what I mean? I mean, they just want to exactly. wear, they just want to wear really revealing clothes and it's, you know, it's their fault that men lurch onto them and... Because men will be men, right? Boys yeah. will be boys. Boys will be boys, do you know what I mean? It's horrendous. It's horrendous behaviour. I really, honestly, and the more I was just reading it, I was like, this is crazy. And then the women have to go through this. Yeah, I just want to make sure that people picked up my sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah. And what was quite interesting, although it doesn't dismiss it, um, the same thing on the decoder, the MTV decoder thing was, uh, there was a reason, there was like a, a sort of research as to why people victim blame. And, you know, mm. I was just saying that um, one of the things is because if you can't help the situation, it's easier to say it was the victim's fault. Yeah. Because it gives, there's this thing called like the just world theory, which is like this idea that we might think like, oh, the world is just. So if you do something bad, you kind of deserve what you get. Mm-hmm. Because it gives this idea that, yeah, the world is fair. When in fact, the opposite and scary thought is sometimes bad things just happen. So, yeah. you know, it, there's nothing we can do about it because sometimes people just do bad things. Yeah. And it can be random and it can happen whenever. So, if we truly believe that, then we just might be scared all the time because what you're saying is, is anyone's at risk. Mm-hmm. But instead mm-hmm. we're saying, no, it was this person's fault because that would never happen to me if I, cause I wouldn't wear my headphones. Yeah. Which is but, but I mean, like self-preservation. It's, it's such a, it's such, I mean, I hope this comes out the way I intended to, but a man walking down the street with headphones in is just as likely to get mugged as a woman going to, do you know what I mean? And the message isn't that, everyone should stop wearing headphones because it makes for a safer environment, which it, it does. It does. Yeah. It's women shouldn't because of this. It's like, there's times when I'm walking down the street in London and even here actually, to be fair. And if I'm walking past a group of people, I almost, I keep my headphones in, but I'll turn the volume down just so I can hear. But um, I'm like that with my phone. Like, and we were really bad for this. I remember this a couple of years ago, actually. So um, Adam's phone. So, was um, he was he got a brand new phone and it was stolen that day because he had his phone in front of him at a crossing and in London quite often what happens is people on mopeds will take your phone mm. he was on the way to my house to my mum's house the first thing we did was like why would you have your phone in your hand yeah and he was like how is it my fault and we were yeah. literally blaming him yeah, yeah why would you have this why would you have your device out in public right yeah, yeah you should never have it at a crossing that's your fault you know and it's good advice to say in London people do steal stuff, but I guess it's, it wasn't right or fair of us to be like, This is your fault for having the phone out. And he was literally like, You lot are crazy. <laughs> bad, bad people be about though, isn't it? Like, my sister, she had bought this stuff and she had sat down on a, on a, like a seat, a public seat, mm-hmm. put the stuff between her legs, and she was on her phone. Somebody had come behind her and took the stuff from below her legs. She didn't notice. What was it? Like shopping? Shopping, yeah, 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 like clothes and stuff. She put them between her legs 
and then somebody come behind her and took the, like literally just pulled the shock out from below the seat. Did she notice when it went or she looked down and it was gone? She she literally noticed when she looked down when she went down to get it to get up. And it wasn't there. Oh gone. Crazy. Mental. People people are bad. I think common advice to everyone would be just be a bit more aware and be safe. Like, I don't but know. I think like in terms of media and even the police, that advice is helpful. But the beginning of it, the structure of the wording just needs no, to change. Yes, bad. It's not it is not a woman's fault if she's attacked. Oh yeah, it's not. It's not at all. No. The behaviour of men who are actually doing crimes and that needs to be expressed in the media. Men needs to change in these situations. You know, those or just people that are breaking the law. Yeah, totally. Because they are the criminals. Yeah, no, it's disgusting. And I want I a bad message for the police to send. Huh? I want a bad message for the police to send. Yeah, and they're saying we're just giving helpful advice. It's not the women's fault. It's not the, the women's fault. fault. No, no, no. But I just want to talk about that because I thought after I saw that and speaking to this woman at work, I was like, it's crazy. It's just crazy. And I take it for granted because these things don't happen to me often. No. Like, I guess as a man, I might be safer. You know, I'm not going to get called in the street. And no. I noticed there's managers in my restaurants um, where customers feel it's okay to attack them or even verbally abuse them. And I'm like, I was like, this never happens to me. But I guess, you know, I'm quite dominant. And yeah. people try and take advantage. There was, um, I mean, similar, I guess, but not in a way. <laughs> if you're leaving a gay club and you put your headphones in, you need to be safe because people will attack people outside gay clubs. Be safe. That used to be a fear of mine, to be honest, I remember. That used to be a massive fear of mine. It yeah. still so, sometimes sort of is. Because I would sometimes ghost. Like, I would not say anywhere I'm going. I just I get to the point where I'm tired. I'm like, I'm off home. And I'll leave by myself. And, you know, I don't tell my friends that I'm leaving just because I don't want to go through the whole hassle of, stay for I'll one stay. more. Like, yeah. no, I know when I want to go. It used to be fear of mine. But let's just place the blame in the right way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, blame, blame the woman. Those that are breaking the law. Blame the woman. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> blame the woman. Story is. Yeah. Let's blame the woman for everything. Not really. It's just not their fault. Anyway, their fault. that's it for me. Uh, that's it for me. Hmm. Seems like we've lost Matthew, everybody. Good timing, I guess. Really, well, not good timing. It's never good to lose your co-host, but it could be better time. could have been worse timing if you'd lost him halfway through his story. So I'll just close. He might come back in again in a minute, so you might hear a ding. But um, yeah, I'll just close it down. So thank you very much for listening. Um, please make sure you go on and check out our social media. It's Honest Pod on all our platforms. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Share. Oh, there he is. Welcome back, Matt. Hi. Hey, I was just in the middle of closing off the podcast. Oh, I don't know what you're saying. I was like, oh yeah, just you know, make sure you. So we'll start again. Now you're back. Sorry, fucked up. Thanks everybody for listening. Um, that's been another good episode of On a Spot. Very empowering this episode. It was super powerful. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Thanks for listening. Uh, make sure you follow us on our social handles, which are Honest Pod across the board. Make sure you go on to Apple iTunes and need a little review. There's no reviews this week to read out, sadly. So our listeners are letting us down. Um, I think we're letting them down. You think we're letting them down? Mm. I thought last week's episode was brilliant.
I actually really enjoyed it, yeah. Yeah, it was really good. Um, but I wonder that maybe we should, should we look at some of the insights, actually? It might be interesting. Well, it seems like we've, we're quite a, quite a worldwide little podcast going on. See that? Oh, my God. That's amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, here we've got one person in South Africa listening. Thank you, that one wow. person. One person in Hong Kong. Hong Kong. Crazy. Two, two people in Spain. Um, three in Japan. Three in Italy. <gasps> Canada, Zimbabwe. What? Yeah. How is this possible? We're massive in Zimbabwe. <laughs> Ireland, the Netherlands, Australia, New Zealand. That's unbelievable. And these are unique people. So the numbers you're seeing here are people. If that makes sense. That's incredible. And then United Kingdom, United States, New Zealand, Australia. Yeah, we've done that. It's good, and also then like there's a little map. It also then tells us what devices are the most popular. So a lot of people listen to Apple Podcast. So 54% of our listeners listen to Apple Podcast. But yeah, it's so hard to get these bitches to give us a review. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Such good insights. The best. Obviously, we're very grateful everyone who listens. Um, yeah but make sure you like i said follow us follow us on social leave us reviews and have a great week everyone i hope you have a good week actually oh you too matthew uh you got to go to work which is awful after work today yeah yeah i'm gonna mm. see my throat um, okay okay i'm so jealous i'm gonna drive out to my favorite little coffee shop and get a coffee and then go to work your car tire oh don't what a palava <laughs> I'm almost it's almost cheaper just to walk everywhere <laughs> but it's nice and sunny today so I'm going to drive down to the beach get a coffee have a little walk on the beach and then go to work that sounds like an awful day it sounds amazing okay anyways I'll leave you to it toodles have a lovely day bye bye bye, bye everyone bye everyone